This recording is part one of an actual play session where we playtest the Trail of Cthulhu scenario, The Rending Box, as created by Graham Walmsley. During the time this was recorded, the scenario was in playtest and encounters and events may have changed before publication. The scenario is available now in PDF from Pelgrane Press. The players were Richard Gillingham playing Reverend John Bowles, Jonathan Goodyear as Officer MacDonald, James Cole as Theo Warren, and Joshua Burnett as Dr. Dolores Muir, and myself, Bert Isla, as the GM. We hope you enjoy. Oh, we were trying to have a conversation without you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Richard, a nice picture. I just took the time to uh, read it. Where's it from? I don't know. It's just a random thing on the net that I found. Yes, I, I do like the words in the picture and how they go together. All right, is everybody here? I believe we are. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joshua? Yep, I heard you. I'm here. Very good. Here. So, uh, this is a Trail of Cthulhu scenario uh, being put out by Pelgrane Press. It's called The Rending Box. And... Uh, there are going to be a couple of different things in this playtest uh, <clears throat> that are different from the original Trail of Cthulhu rules. In particular, the players are in charge of their own sanity and stability losses. When something is brought up in-game that you think your character could conceivably lose sanity or stability from, you guys have access to the charts, call upon the roll for yourself, and uh, see how you do. Now, in this game, it's also suspending the negative modifiers that you normally get when you go mad, when your sanity or stability reaches zero or less. Um, The scenario is set up that it is quite likely (laughs) that you're going to go stark raving insane, but uh, you will still be able to function, just not sanely. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be in London in the winter of 1935. And the characters were having uh, Richard. You are playing who? I am playing Reverend John Bowles, a bookish theologian. And uh, John, you are playing Ella McDonough, a British police officer. How are you playing the character as male or as female? Uh, seeing as you cannot tell by my terrible voice acting, I shall try to play female. Okay. <laughs> Very good. And James? I'm playing Theo Warren, a synesthetic composer. Uh, and I'm really into the jazz scene, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Joshua? I'm playing uh, Dr. Dolores Muir, a uh, aging alienist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deputy Director of the Catterham Asylum. And I will be playing her female, and I will try not to go into the Pepper Pot voice. <laughs> I make no promises. It, it just happens. Oh, even if the worst happens, you can always look down on me. <laughs> All right. The game will open. Uh, You've heard my Goblin Dave voice, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's actually a pretty convincing Australian accent. <laughs> oh, were you shooting for Australian? No. <laughs> no, I should play with you. It was actually pretty good cockney. Thank you. All right. If you guys go to the uh, master link list 
and uh, bring up the postcard. Uh, November 28th, which was just a few days ago, you all received this message in the mail on a postcard. And I'll read it out. Uh, November 28th, 1935. My friend, my studies have taken me to the Thorndike Hotel in the Lakes. As is traditional, my room is marked with an X. On the back, there's actually a picture of the Thorndike Hotel, and an X is actually marked on one of the room numbers. I'm on the trail of something. A progenitor, a source of everything I have studied, but I need your help. Would you collect a box from David Robinouts and bring it to me? Do not open it. My studies will, I am sure, be relevant to your interest. Uh, Sign Jacob. The X is marked on room number 205 of the second floor. And we'll just start up with Richard. How do you respond to this letter or this postcard? Well, I, I am always interested in learning new things. It brings me closer to God, obviously. So, um, I, I I will send a um, a telegram back to him, um, c- confirming my attendance. Um, mm-hmm. You you said London, but now it's saying lakes. The lakes usually refers to the Lake District, which is <laughs> yes. a considerable distance from London. Uh, you, yes, it is. Uh, you are all in London, but uh, he is saying that he is now in a hotel in the Lakes District. <clears throat> that, then I shall have to arrange transport down there, probably by train. I do so love the train. You can read as it I, uh, takes you along. Mm. <laughs> uh, one thing I, I failed to note is that the writing is very scribbled and wild on the postcard. And, and that isn't his traditional writing. He isn't a doctor's handwriting type thing. It comes and goes. Uh, you've you've had mostly a correspondence relationship uh, with your friend Jacob, and uh, you noticed it seems to become cyclic. Sometimes his handwriting is is very traditional, uh, very smooth, and then uh, every few years it seems to get very muddied uh, along with his vocabulary. He becomes more excitable. And then the cycle will go back down where he's less excitable and the writing looks uh, eh, less wild. This looks to be one of his manic periods. Perhaps he is on to something. Mm, an excellent sign that I shall, of course, as I say, send a telegram confirming my uh, attendance. And I have no idea who this David Rabinowitz is, so I shall... Hmm, I, I shall look in the telephone directory, I suppose, to see if he is... Uh, somewhere, if he is there. Yes, yes. Uh, Rabinowitz and Goldberg in Golders Green. Uh, it's apparently an antique shop in northern London. Oh, then I shall have to um, make my way there to collect the box, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, and we'll cut to John. Um, mm-hmm. And Ella, I believe is her name. Yes. Yep. Uh, receiving the same postcard? Yes. Uh, can I actually ask, what... Um, is there anything pre-written about how my character would know this character? You may know him just in passing. Um, you have, let's see, looking at your skill list, uh, let's see, you have... History, languages, medicine, uh, cop yeah. talk as well. Uh, I don't know. How do you know this fellow? He's apparently a well-known uh, historian. He does a lot of delving into the things that are uh, otherly natural. Uh, how might you have ran into this individual that he would trust you? Okay. And I'm going to say that 
due to, there was a odd investigation, something beyond the normal, but an investigation in which someone was using certain occult symbols, or whatever. And so the force was forced to go and research and get delve into books and research and terrible libraries, not proper police work at all. And there was this fellow in the library who was rather helpful in trying to track down some occult scribblings or other complete rubbish at all. And so we ended up striking a conversation and eh, aimably well, too bookish for my liking. (laughs) Fair enough. So you feel that you maybe owe him a favor for helping out the department at the time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How yeah, you, you got to help. Mm. Uh, check my watch. Yeah, got time before my shift. So head down to the profit address. Ah, uh, no address was what, included. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I prof- search up the address and got investigation skills. So, yes, just go and go down to the office and ask around, hey, does anyone know this uh, Robin, Robinowitz chap? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you actually, since you're going through your police department, uh, you find that Robinowitz and Goldberg in Golders Green um, is a very unique but small antique shop in northern London. Uh, the partner, Goldberg, uh, has been deceased uh, for a long time now, but Robinowitz keeps his name on their uh, placard. You also uh, are able to find out that uh, they've been under investigation a few times, never proven to do doing anything criminal, but they specialize in finding very unique artifacts. Uh, for instance, some of the things uh, that have been requested for, uh, a skull held by Henry Irving, presumably while playing Hamlet, an original manuscript by Isaac Newton, uh, the police department have looked into them uh, over uh, charges of possible fraud, but in each case, uh, the antique dealer was able to prove without any doubt that the items were authentic. <sighs> All right. Well, then, it's time to go to Commander Pito and ask for a day off to go and deliver these goods. Well, now, Ella, I suppose we can find someone else to pound the pavement for you, but, uh, and he's ruffling through the schedulings for the day. I'm afraid you'll have to work the, the weekend shift though. We'll need you back on Saturday. Afraid it's going to be a long weekend for you. Oh, of course, commander, of course. <sighs> God's damn bookkeeper. <laughs> we'll say this is a Monday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't picture this person as being particularly a Monday person. So, uh, Ella is looking rather disheveled <laughs> coffee, coffee drinker. Oh, uh, he stamps down your, uh, your approval for, uh, your leave for the day and, uh, bid you to enjoy your time. I don't suppose I can, uh, ask the force to cover my train. Can they? Oh, certainly. Uh, they, they give you the, the traditional patch that, uh, the officers use frequently. Thank you, sir. And head off about my day. All right. Time to go and pick up this package. And uh, Mr. Theo Warren, yep. how do you react to this postcard? Man, I haven't talked to this cat in a long time. Colors that we 
we produced were amazing, though. I mean, I got some great music out of this guy. So I'm going to head down to to Rabinowitz's uh, uh, store and see what if I can pick up the packet for him. Maybe I'll write something on the way. Train ride will do me good. I need to get away from London for a while anyway. Sure. So you uh, just look up the name in the local directory then? Easy enough to find? Yep. Yeah. And, okay. And head out. And Ms. Uh, Dr. Muir, how would you pronounce that? Uh, M-U-I-R. I'm pronouncing it Muir. Muir. I could okay. be wrong. Dr. Muir, how do you respond to this letter? Uh, looks like poor Jacob's having another one of his episodes again. It's been a few years, but he's gotten in trouble before with this. So I'm not going to look into the Swabenowitz because I'm not going to feed into his mania. I'm just going to pack up my files about him. And uh, medical equipment, like any kind of sedatives or antipsychotics that he might need, pack them into my bag, get in the car, and head straight to the hospital to try and talk him to, or the hotel and try and talk him down. Okay, so you're going to head. Uh, you're you're going to take a, a train out to. Um, I've I'm assuming with the driving five that I've got my own car. Okay, not a problem. So you're going to drive out to uh, the Lake District. Um, it's actually going to be, <clears throat> pardon me for a moment, they've got drive times down here, um, about seven hours by car from London. So it's, it's, a, it's a good trip. I'm, I'm sure I won't get lost. Hmm? Not with my phenomenal scientific knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a, another Trail of Cthulhu uh, game, Bookhounds of London, where navigating the streets of London is, is an investigative skill. <laughs> nice. There's an old game called Night. There's an old uh, modern horror game called Nightlife that uh, takes in that mostly centered around Manhattan, where parking is a separate skill. Having <laughs> <laughs> been to New York, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I'd say both of those apply to London. I mean, I had to go to London for work several times. I, I lop every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the rest of you heading out to Rabinowitz's, uh, the, the shop itself is curiously easy to miss. It's unclear why. The signs are no dirtier than those of its neighbors, the vacade no more obscured. Yet you pass the shop without realizing it's there before returning to find it. I, I expect I will be asking the uh, p- police officer who is around here if they have seen it as well so the three of you are kind of bumbling around in this uh back alley in north london looking for this address and stumble (laughs) upon one another so you're you're going to uh kind of all three kind of conjoin at one place when you finally figure out where Robinowitz and goldberg's is and the doors open in front of you the windows are opaque with dirt there is a brawl to get through the door (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 after you, of course. So who goes in first? The ladies first, of course. So the police officer. <laughs> Tip my ridiculous policeman's uh, hat and step on it through and uh, immediately uh, shout out in a not indoor voice to whoever is the curator of the shop. Uh, officer... Here to pick up a package. If you would uh, be so kind to have it for me, please. I'm on a tight schedule. As you step through the door, there's a jangling bell that rings out, uh, and the tone hangs in the air for a bit. 
it's a little hard to see in here as it's it's semi dark. The there's not a lot of light that's being ra- that's able to come through the dirty windows, and there really aren't any lights on in the establishment except for a few oil lamps here and there. Shops crammed with oddities, mainly theatrical in origin. Uh, there's a distorted Greek mask, a pair of opera glasses, a playbill for a bastardized King Lear with a happy ending. Uh, <laughs> towards the back of the shop, however, there are artifacts that become more occult in nature, a more religious bent. Uh, dusty crystals, blasphemous tarots, and black mirrors of volcanic rock. There's also a dirty beaded curtain at the back of the store with several strands missing. There's no one in the shop. Damned unwelcoming. All right, then, good uh, good father, why didn't you step inside? I can't find any on, on I'm after. Mm, Tell sorry, me. sorry, I was distracted by the artifacts of uh, the uh, heretical, perhaps. Yes, she's giving a mock-waving motion for you to step through the door and see if you can find anyone. Oh, sorry, I thought I had followed in behind you. I will step inside and <laughs> take a look and then be distracted by the heretical. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm, they are They're somewhat interesting to me. I am sure none of these are what my good friend was requesting, though. I will um, see if there is a bell on the, on the thing to ding and... There is. Uh, there is one of the annoying little service bells on the desk. <clears throat> this is uh, a one-room shop, except for the uh, the beaded curtain section towards the back, so there's no side offices or other doors available. The room itself is kind of musty, and uh, perhaps because it's so full of different artifacts, the sound seems to be a bit muffled in here. It is just like a library. It is... Very comforting to me. Yes, of course. The musty book smell. It is <laughs> nice. It is good. Oi, shop! She yells. <laughs> Shh. Oh, sorry. No, not a library. Yes. <laughs> huh? your, your bellowing voice reverberates around the room and uh, echoes a bit, but no one responds. The uh, the shop door was opened uh, um, as you came in, you know, slightly ajar. Um wasn't locked. It is our other friend. Is he joined us as well? Um, the, <laughs> There's this strange jazz musician standing outside, <laughs> apparently enjoying the colors. <laughs> I've, I've walked in by now. I'm kind of looking around. I don't believe any of it's real. I'm just looking at the colors, man. You know, uh, to make sure it's real, I'm going to walk to the back of the shop and start touching things because if I can't feel it, it's not there. <laughs> All right. Uh, the back of the shop uh, contains the, the dirty beaded curtain as well. And uh, since you're rummaging back there, you notice there's a room beyond uh, the beaded curtain with a single table, and there's a carved wooden box on the table with a little placard on top. Okay, I'm going to go back and make sure the box is really there first and then read the placard. Sure. Uh, you touch the box. The box appears to be made of uh, some very old and intricately carved wood. The placard simply says, with a scrawled note, uh, well, the scrawled handwriting, paid, tolving, to collect. Hmm. And, Sounds uh, like my bag, baby. Excuse me, sir. Do you tolving? Excuse me, sir. Do you think you should be back there? 
man, this sounds like my bag. It's got Jacob's last name on it. I'm going to take this and head down to see him. Wait, did you say Jacob? This wouldn't happen to be Jacob and, sorry, uh, I don't seem to th- I don't think there was a last name. Tolving. Insert last name here. All right, Jacob Tolving. That wouldn't happen to be a Mr. Tolving. Oh, yeah. That crazy cat. This is for him. It's got some weird colors on it, though. Might not be safe to open. Oh, also, God no Jacob. For God's sake, can't these bookish types ever do anything right? Why do he send three people? Perhaps he did not know who who would be coming. I I fear you must have duties about the city that might have detained you. I I also know Jacob as well and have been asked to pick up the the same package. It is odd. The more to jam with, the merrier, man. (laughs) I am... I'm watching you, you delinquent. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a sitcom. There's a cop and a delinquent in the room. <laughs> the original yeah, that, odd couple. That that priest looks a little delinquent to me too. I mean, he's a weird cat. So it turns out he's actor from Father Ted. <laughs> I, I, there, there is nothing wrong with a life devoted to God, to purity, to understanding the mysteries behind the universe why we are here I've been asked to take this box over to the Lake District so uh, if you don't mind me I've already asked my uh, commander if I could do this so I'm off gents making your way towards the box the box Uh, itself is a really ornately fashioned from a dark wood it's about a one foot cube uh, the carvings cover its surface. Its design is curious, though. The upper section of the box looks like it's intended to be lifted, much like a bell jar off the bottom platform. Oh. I'm not prying. I'm just going to pick up the entire thing, not looking inside. <laughs> so the officer has stepped over and picked up the box. Of course, the uh, the professed jazz musician was already kind of fondling it, testing it for colors. <laughs> <laughs> lifting just, it and moving it out of his arm's reach <laughs> just don't open that thing man the colors are weird I think I'll go and make sure Jacob gets it though because I haven't seen that cat in a few years be nice to talk to him again Well, I was intending to go down as well um, I, I will produce the postcard I have received and, uh, and ask if the others have also got similar postcards with them, to, to, just to uh, assure that we are not mixing up and there are, in fact, two Jacobs of the same name and both requesting packages from here. Uh, unlikely, but God does move in mysterious ways. Got my postcard right here, man. Groovy. Shifting the weight of the box and then delving into the pocket for the very crumpled postcard. Ah, it does indeed appear that we are all going to the, the same of, place. Point of interest, what are the differences between the three postcards? These are three separately written postcards. Yes, uh, they all three have the same postmark, and they were all apparently posted on the same day. Uh, the handwriting mm-hmm. is a little different between the three, but penned by the same hand, as far as you can tell. 
and the wording is essentially the same. Uh, you know, the a few articles may be different, uh, but the tone is exactly the same. And they all follow the um, weird type handwriting. Yes, yes. Here, rather than his more elegant face. Okay. Well, that is interesting. Well, gentlemen, lady, um, I, I have booked passage on a train to take me down there. Um, I, I do not know how the rest of you are getting down there, but I am certain we can trust the police here to d- deliver the package. I think you would be the best of us to take it down there. Yes, you are, you, uh, dear Reverend. I've got a train all lined up. If you don't mind me, I've got a busy day. I've got to be back. Time for work. I'm taking the train too, man. Let's all just go together. It'd be a <laughs> great party. We can chill. Yes, I believe everybody has a credit rating of at least one, uh, which will <laughs> book you passage on a bus. The officer has uh, gotten to pass, of course. Um, hmm. I, I do not see a credit rating on my... Uh, sheet at all actually so but i assume (laughs) oh you're a reverend you get the special clergy rate (laughs) (laughs) yes i will damn you to hell if you (laughs) no one free confession for per train ride Mm -hmm. uh indulgences or sometimes yes sure so you have you've all uh interesting to go down together Booked a a train ride out. Uh, train is going to take about uh, ten hours. It's it's quite a trip. And give me just a moment here. Glad I brought my guitar, man. Oh no! <laughs> I will have to get the non-guitar section. Then. So I will arrest you for disturbing the public peace if you keep that up. We are in a private carriage or seating thing. Uh, only if we object can you do that. You are causing a ruckus. Please put that away. Don't make me use force. Sir. You want something to help you relax, ma'am? <laughs> It'll really help. All right, the train ride uh, will have a change at um, Barrow and Furnace, um, and you'll get, be getting there just as uh, the early afternoon is ending. And then there is a adjoining train that brings you through the Lake District to a town called Ravenglass. It's a very scenic drive. Also, uh, the Good Doctor will get there a bit before you. And uh, you're, if you guys want to go to the link list, I've provided a few pictures of the Lake District. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the closest town to uh, the Thorndine Hotel is uh, is Ravenglass. It's about a it's. Uh, just uh, a few miles out from uh, the hotel uh, in the, from the city proper. Um, the ride out on uh, both uh, train and car, there, the, there's a lot of hills and valley and lots of curves in the roads and in the train track itself. The, the, the lakeside, just kind of panoramic view that you're seeing, it, it much reminds you of like, Folds of flesh that are just like gently heaped on a on a sleeping animal, much like a uh, an overly large dog's jowls. Just <laughs> you kind of get the the reminder of this as you're looking at this this beautiful countryside, even though it's uh, a lot of snow is falling this time of year. It's just a very 
beautiful sight as you're traveling along. Uh, there there is beauty in God's work, is there not? <laughs> uh, doctor, you will arrive uh, in Ravenglass first after uh, many hours of driving. Get into get into town just just as your uh, petrol needle is uh, starting to register near empty. Are you with us, Josh? Josh, <laughs> mute. Ah, the uh, I was has, muted. Uh, I thought you had fallen asleep at the wheel. I no, no, I was. Well. I was slurping on some coffee, and I muted for everyone's sake. <laughs> Got to turn it off. Um, yes, pulling in just as the petrol meter is getting empty. Perfectly, t- perfect timing. Um, this is the town where the hotel, the hotel is. is. Yeah, Raving Glass. It's a coastal village. It's about five uh, five miles north into town on a narrow cliff top road is a Thorndine Hotel. All right. Um, I will stop at uh, what time of day is it? This is getting towards uh, late uh, late afternoon, early evening. I will stop since it's uh, the winter season. It is uh, it, you know it gets darker a little bit sooner. Right. Actually, I I hope that's true in London. I don't know that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> to be sure, I know it is in this end of the world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're in the same hemisphere as us. <laughs> North-south, at any rate. Yes. <laughs> we do not like to admit that, but yes, we do share a hemisphere with the Americans. <laughs> I'm no, I'm no geographer, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's like four or five in the afternoon, and uh, it's already starting to get a little darkness to the sky, given yeah. the time of year. I am. Uh, I will stop at the at the uh, gas station, petrol <laughs> station. Um, and as this is a thirty, so they're still filling it up for me. Yes, they are. Uh, Wiping your windows and checking your oil. All their spiffy white uniforms. All uniform. for a dime. That's right. <laughs> I know. That's a lot of money these days. Or ten pence. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, um, <laughs> As we as they're as they're uh, taking care of the car, I'll ask the uh, the fine young gentleman who's taking care of my car, like, uh, "What can you tell me about the uh, the hotel up there on the on the uh, on the cliff face?" Oh, the Thorndine. It's a fine hotel. Got a great tradition. Understand that it's got one of the best libraries in town. Yes, sir. As he's wiping down your window, <laughs> moving your wiper blade, spitting on it to get a good shine going. <laughs> Ma'am, but still, thank you. The um. Yeah. The uh, library, you say, any any specialization or just standard novels in history? Ah, history, as I recall, ma'am. One of the best places, uh, one of the best places for local lore. I understand that there's a celebrity out there uh, the last uh, few weeks, some some professor or other that uh, wrote some books about the lakeside territories and the interesting uh, critters that we see here occasionally. As he's talking about inter- tank. Interesting critters. How how so? Oh, surely you've heard the legends, ma'am. He uh, doffs his hat, uh, waiting, you know, for something uh, resembling a tip. <laughs> I will, I will, I will tip him. Uh, I'll tip him pretty well if he keeps on talking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I have if that if I have to spend pool or anything for that, but. Well, um, yeah. It's uh, if you want to. Uh, look at it as uh, an investigative role. Uh, some things that you could try. Um, 
Mm, let's see. With your, <laughs> you do have intimidation. You can scare him into telling what you him what you want. Uh, you've also got reassurance. You can uh, go the the nice lady route and uh, try to talk to him that way. Uh, yeah, but what you're wanting to look on your character there is look at the investigative skills. Yeah. Um, and kind of pick one of those uh, to angle the way. I don't way see credit rating on here either. <laughs> yeah. um, Everybody has a credit rating. I'm not sure why they left them off the character sheets. Uh, you you have to have yeah, one. To have not, career. Yeah, it comes with the it comes yeah. with the job yep. or the occupation thing, if I recall. Um, I will use a uh, yeah. I'll use reassurance on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll use I'll use uh, I'll use reassurance. Yeah, just kind of get them to the. Uh, you know, looking at the, you know, the, the, you know, elderly lady, you know, new to <laughs> town, needing help. Oh, um, surely you've heard of the, the bird creatures, ma'am. And he says this, you know, with the bird his creatures, hand heavens, up to his what are those? as if other people are looking at him and he's kind of talking to you privately. Yeah. They say they watch from the rooftops made of body parts of all other animals. Oh, how, how terribly frightful. <laughs> are they dangerous? And, and the monstrous worm-like uh, critters that swim through our soil. <laughs> he's, really? He's waggling his eyebrows at you as he's saying this. He's got a grin on his face. Oh, my. <laughs> Monstrous worm creatures, indeed. Well, I, I'll. do they come out during the daylight, or, or should I shutter my doors after night? <laughs> he takes his hat off his head and puts it on his hand and gets kind of this serious looks to his eye, but his mouth is still, you know, smiling. He says, ah, can't say, ma'am. Those that have witnessed them never came back to tell. Oh, of course not. So I wonder you've heard of them at all. Well, well I'll, you should I'll say start- that. He uh, turns around to his little uh, gas station uh, building and comes back with a, with a book and hands it over to you and says, uh, uh, what's a good price for a, a book in London around this time? What would you? What would be an asking price for a a new book? Would what would you think? Uh, it depends how thick it is and how well written it is. But a shilling for like, um, I mean, you could be any, it could be anything from a half penny up to a, a whole pound sterling. Oh, we're not decimal yet. At this yeah, point. No, there we go. Yeah. Says, oh, I just so happen to have this signed by the author himself. He uh, points at the cover, and uh, it's it's signed by Tolving. It's uh, Tolving's Floquilor Bestiary. Tolving, that's that's Jacob. <laughs> yes. Oh, Jacob. Read all about it yourself, ma'am. Just one pound. I, I will. I will dish out the pound because I am interested now in what mad, insane rants Tolving's been talking about now. He thanks you and uh, pockets the money and finishes topping off your tank and. Uh, Tells you your car's all ship-shape and ready to go. Well, thank you very much, sir. You've been quite helpful. Doffs his hat to you and uh, turns around and starts uh, starting up his spiel with another uh, customer as well. As you're pulling off, you hear him uh, starting to in. Monstrous worm-like people in the soil. (laughs) What poor, simple country people. I will. I'll put. I'll put Jacob's book into my uh, doc bag mm-hmm. until I have a moment to read it, and I will drive on up to the hotel. Sure. And uh, the the journey to the Thorndine Hotel itself is, is rather grueling. Uh, it 
it's up on a, a cliff top, and the road itself is is pretty sheer sheer of sides. There's not any like guiding rails, and you're having to go fairly slow as you as you're afraid that a good slip might uh, just careen your car over the edge into the uh, cliffs and water below. I've I've got time to take <laughs> take it slow. Uh, really quick, did I have to spend a uh... Point no. out of what well, I can't remember no. how I do that investigative skill. Now, if it's a uh, if it's a uh, a core clue or uh, uh, something that is uh, pretty obvious, if you have the skill, you just get it. Uh, okay. If you feel that there might be something more there, if you dig a little, you can you mm-hmm. can announce that I'm willing to spend one or two points out of a pool. Is there anything more for me to learn? Uh, okay. You're welcome to do that. And if there's nothing wow. more for you to learn, you don't lose the points. I simply say, uh, no, there's nothing else here. Okay. Okay. Now I've got I'm I'm I've got a pretty good driving score and I'm not in a huge rush, so I will take it nice and careful. Okay. Take it nice uh, and slow. Just but... ignoring anyone that's like blaring their horns behind me or anything. Oddly enough, uh, for a hotel that is uh, as nice and prestigious as the gas station attendant would make you believe, there's very little traffic on this road. In fact, you don't pass a single car going to the hotel. Must that be a holiday week? And uh, as you're going slowly up the clifftop road, you're getting a chance to really look at the environs around you. Uh, while the surrounding landscape itself is desolate, it blooms with life in places. There's a deep uh, amount of ivy that's climbing the cliff walls, even in the midst of winter. Birds are singing around you uh, in great choruses. And as you come up to the hotel itself, you can see it's engulfed in this, this verdant green ivy. Uh, the The pale stone of the hotel itself just seems to kind of glow out of it. It's it's a pretty breathtaking sight. Uh, there are no cars packed uh, parked around the circle itself, though. It doesn't seem as if they have uh, any guests, although you do see a small garage off to the side. I will just pull my car right into the garage. Okay. And I'm going to cut scene, and we're back on the train. Uh, you guys are Arriving at uh, Ravenglass um, after a very long train ride in which your jazz friend apparently decides to serenade uh, <laughs> different train cars <laughs> as you're traveling along. Uh, if you guys have a conversation while you're traveling, there's ample opportunity to do so. Uh, so I'll just pick up on the train. <laughs> If uh, our delinquent friend tries to play that instrument and make that racket in our compartment, then uh, I shall have to ask the the good father here to look after our package while I escort him down to more suitable accommodation at the end of the train. <laughs> I can't help but notice that uh, our, our composer friend here, who is a jazz musician, has actually no skill in playing an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Hey now. No, no, I'm serious. In your general skill list, you don't have any kind of skill at all for playing an instrument. Because I'm a composer. I don't have to play it. I just write it. Yes, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Composer. He doesn't need to play it. He just lives it. Yes. (laughs) Excuse me, father. As I uh, dump the box on his lap. Uh, be very careful with that. This is an antiquity and could. Well, I, I do not right know. You are, right, you are. Right, you are. And uh, proceeds down the train, probably removing the baton, is in a 
reasonably threatening manner just for the sake of our composer friend. I offer the, the police officer a smoke and say, hey, learn anything about the box yet? That's none of your business, laddie. You might Just wonder what's wonder. in the cigarette. <laughs> 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 this day and age, though, I actually don't think they'd care too much. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you got laudlum during this year. <laughs> <laughs> Damn folks over at Cambridge University always causing trouble on a Friday night. <laughs> Damned poets. Now, would you be... Yeah, no, God damn it. Why do I think I'll keep on slipping into Aldrich? No. <laughs> I don't suppose you would be causing a ruckus and disturbing these good people on their voyage, would you? Nope. I'm just plucking the strings one at a time to see the colors. Not even playing anything loud, man. Tink, 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 tink. That was green, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Now I'm the bloody queen. Now, why don't you take it down the end of the carriage where people aren't going to be disturbed by your creative genius? Such actually, a, a long train line. There are actually passengers uh, that are looking at interest as he appears to be tuning his instrument. Uh, why else would you pluck an instrument a string at a time like that? Surely he's tuning it. <laughs> I'm going to actually put the guitar up and go talk to the priest friend. Uh, the colors coming off that box kind of made me wonder, and I'm going to ask him what his opinion is of the carvings on the outside. I, I was going to look over the box. Mm-hmm. As it has been dumped in my lap. Uh, and determine uh, at least the very the period of its creation and anything else I can with a history type role. History, sure. Um, hmm. or, or art history, if that is more okay. useful. Uh, when you first picked up the box and were handling it, you assumed the box was of a, was of a Victorian neo-Gothic design. But now that you're in this train where you've got these bright overhead lights and instead of that dark shop and better light, you wonder if it is not true Gothic and therefore much older. Um, but even the gothic designs are carved on top of much older designs. You you don't know, you can't place exactly how old the box is, but it looks to be very ancient. Does it, uh, it is a box, so obviously it opens. Is it a hinged lid or is it sealed in some way? It's, it's kind of uh, like a puzzle box. You think uh, a, a twist and a tug in the right place and the top kind of separates off the bottom. Uh, the bottom uh, looks like it would be uh, like a, a, a tray with the, the top coming off like a bell jar. I, I do not wish to try and open it then because I do not want to break or re- release whatever is inside before. And uh, in the puzzle box fashion, it, it does look like, uh, you know, unless it's actually twisted and a few things manipulated, it wouldn't just come off on its own. It's pretty secure. Ah, good. Now, when I get back there to talk to uh, our priest friend, is my occult studies and art history combined going to give, reveal anything to me about the box? Okay, let's see. Um, you're using uh, occult and potentially what else? Art history. Art history. Uh, art history will tell you, uh, will, will confirm um, a lot of what the preacher is telling you. Uh, 
gothic, possibly older design. And yes, it is actually carved upon much older designs than that. Of course, the newer designs have kind of defaced the old, so you really can't get a good judgment on it. But uh, you're agreeing with what he's saying so far. Um, as far as a cult, hmm, let's see. Hmm. You can just make out. Um, are you willing? Uh, are you willing to make an expenditure on a cult? Um, I don't think my character would at this point in time. He's just kind of glancing over it, interested. So I'm okay, not sure he would I will give you a little bit further with that then, and say that uh, some of the newer Gothic carvings, um, there there's enough bare places showing uh, the original underlying carving that you can make out a, a few. You think perhaps Egyptian hieroglyphs below it? Very difficult to tell because the newer designs, you know, were basically destroyed the older. But there are enough patches left that it feels that way. Okay. Whenever you guys feel that uh, your your scene on the train is over, just let me know, and uh, we will. Have the train uh, disembark at uh, Ravenglass. I think we have. Well, I have learned everything I wish to learn. On the train. I think before we end the train scene, I'm going to pull out my camera and take a few pictures. So I've got a photography. Ah, uh, yes. Just and uh, this would not be a, a small camera. This would be one of the ones that are about the size <laughs> of a. Uh, oh yeah. You know, Carry on luggage sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> going back to my room to get the luggage and drag it in here. <laughs> Pull out the flash pan, and we're good to go. All right. So, what are you taking a picture of? The uh, what I think are the hieroglyphs specifically. Okay, so you want to get a good picture of the box in there. Um, that is a uh, let's see, photography is under an investigative skill. So, sure, no problem. Uh, you uh, even with the unsteady this of uh, the train, you're you're a skilled photographer and you're you're able to get a good shot uh, as the preacher kind of holds it out like Vanna White displaying a product. <laughs> I'll buy a vowel. <laughs> hmm. All right, I will not be exposing any leg. <laughs> All right, if, uh, if you guys are done with your scene on the train, uh, your train does arrive at uh, Ravenglass. And uh, there you find that uh, the hotel is not too far from here, a few miles down the road uh, on a cliff, uh, cliff face. Uh, you can certainly hire a, uh, a cab to take you out there. And there is a cab stand here at the train station waiting for uh, any such people that uh, do need... Transportation into the city. I am also interested to learn um, what is in this general area and why uh, Jacob is here for his research. What what could he possibly be looking at? Sure. So I, I will ask. I will ask the train station attendants. I think because we are at the train station, and mm -hmm. I'm sure they will know about the local area. Yes. All right. Uh, actually, the Reverend also has a little bit of oral history, um, so you might also know the uh, a little bit about the Lake Districts, um, that there is, uh, in certain parts of the Lake Districts, uh, there have been known to be uh, rare species um, of insect and bird life, uh, that it has a very rich history in the area of uh, uh, a few odd things uh, that have occurred around here, and... Give me just a minute. I really wish they would have given me more hooks for the Lake District itself because apparently it does have a very rich kind of history to it. 
I, I will be boring. Uh, I mean, regaling everybody with the information about the <laughs> those yes, insects, etc. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Father. Now, if you give me the box, I'll get on my way. Oh, of course. Be be very careful with it, as as myself and uh, 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 yeah. Theo here determined it is older than we had originally thought. Please be very careful with it. Yeah, of course. Well then, uh, good day to you, gents. I'm me going. I'll go and get rid of this. And uh, yeah, Richard, you do uh, you you do basically swap a little bit of uh, stories with uh, some of the the workers here at the train station who are uh, who do you know verify some of the oral tradition that you remember reading about in the area. Ah, of course. Hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the uh, what was Dolores trying to do there? Uh, sorry, Ella. Not Dolores. Dolores? Without Dolores. She, she's the other one. What yeah. were you trying to do with the box? And taking the box and going to either. Yeah. How near is the police station? Well, the local station around here, or would this uh, not have a full station branch? No, it does, actually. Uh, it has a police station. It also has a hospital. Uh, it's a fairly well to do town. Uh, police station uh, is a few blocks away, actually, very close to the uh, train station. And the walk would be about half an hour or about an half hour. An hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll walk it. I've probably walked for rougher beats. So. Mm-hmm. So, well, why are you taking this to the police station? No, 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 no. I was uh, again, uh, sorry, the walk to the um, uh, hotel. Sorry. Oh, oh the hotel. Yes, it it would be uh, it would be a, a decent hike. It is it is a a few miles. Right, away. Yeah. Then I head off to the uh, police station to requisition a vehicle. Ah, oh, very good. Yes. Uh, let's see here. And what do we have? Uh, Ella. Ella. Oh, yeah, you got talk. Yeah, you've got cop talk there. Not a problem. You flash your badge and uh, give them precinct number and uh, badge number, and sure, they're they're willing to lease you out a car while you're here. Uh, they do ask though, uh, what is it you're that you're investigating in our town? Private matter for a oh God's damn, uh, an old informant up here <laughs> said that he was linked to some old matter or so. Ask a uh, yeah, ask Amanda Peto back in London. Ah, uh, he, don't mind. I've got business to be on with. He places his forefinger on the side of his nose and says, "Say no more. Say no more. I understand." Uh, he hands over. Uh, uh, some keys to you, and it says, uh, take the lorry in the back. Uh, if you'd like to go around unmarked, it's the best car we got. It's gassed up and ready to go. Thank you kindly. Now then, I'll be on my way. So uh, the rest of you, did you follow Ella? <laughs> Ella, did you invite them <laughs> to follow you? <laughs> and who has the box to their possession, by the way? I was... I was going to take the box from the reverend, unless the reverend was demanding he hold on to it. No, no, as, as I said, the police are... The... Not to be trusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ella wouldn't uh, oppose the reverent following, although she may give uh, stiff looks to our free-spirited friend. <laughs> I'm using Streetwise to hitch a ride somewhere. Yep, thumb out. And <laughs> 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 there you go. I, I, I will follow along diligently behind the... Um, behind the police officer and try to get a lift with her. I had to show her the leg to get the ride, but you know. 
<laughs> Nothing like a pale, hairy leg to, to get you a ride. Uh, do you really want to get into that car? That's the real question. <laughs> they told me if I quit playing the guitar, they'd give me a ride. <laughs> yeah, sure. So you thumb it. Uh, <laughs> you thumb it out, and uh, the rest of the others go by uh, a, uh, a nice lorry up to the hotel itself. Meanwhile, the good doctor, you've parked yourself in uh, the main garage of the hotel. Uh, you notice that there is one other car here. And uh, give me just a moment. All right. Uh, and what you notice when you uh, you park your car in and get out, uh, it just might be that the gas station attendant did a bad, uh, bad job topping off your tank, but there's a distinct smell of gasoline in the air. Huh. It must be coming from the other car. I'll be sure to let the person on the inside know about that. Okay, so you go into the hotel proper then? I go into the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, hotel is uh, very well kept, other than the ivy that's growing uh, outside and like uh, and very aggressively growing, um, although it doesn't seem to be damaging the hotel at all. Uh, and the inside of the hotel is every bit as nice as the white marble exterior would uh, have you believe. However, it does seem to be deserted. Uh, the gas lamps are on. Uh, the reception area also seems to be deserted. There's papers uh, on the desk. Uh, behind the reception desk itself is a photograph, and it's got uh, the owner's, uh, owner's name of the hotel under it, a Miss Badalay. But there's no sign of the lady herself. There is gonna, a the the ringing well, bell is there on the the counter. I'm just gonna start laying into the bell. Bing 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 bing. Um, it, it's a race to see what uh, wears out first, your finger or your ears. But during that time, uh, no one. No answer, wants. huh? Yeah. <sighs> I'll have to register a complaint with the local chamber of commerce. This will be will be known um just grab the registry mm-hmm. um, and just spin it around and try and look for jacob's name uh yes uh mr tolving is registered in there he checked in several weeks ago oh wow that re- indicate that he's still here uh he hasn't checked out although it looks like several people checked out shortly after he arrived probably irritated them he does again get in his little fits and moods i'm not convinced this rubinowitz he was talking about even exists but, uh, well i will just i'll take another i'll be calling out hello hello and uh just to kind of get everybody back together uh, yes i know you're here several hours before they were <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll say that it lines up pretty close as uh, you would have I'd, to have prepared for the trip, etc. I probably wandered off in a wrong direction at some point on the way <laughs> and had to find my way back. <laughs> right. Uh, since uh, the musician uh, thumbed a ride as opposed to going to the police station, you'll actually uh, arrive first. So you, you walk into the hotel and uh, there's a man at the desk who's pounding furiously on the desk bell Woman. and yelling out, Hello? Hello? I walk up to the woman and say, 
What are you looking for, man? Don't man me, young man. <laughs> I'm looking Groovy. for anyone who works at this hotel. You don't work at this hotel, do you? Nah, man. No one I'm works not at a this cat hotel. that works here. Yes. Yes, work does look like something foreign to you. <laughs> Giving you a disdainful hey, look at your crazy clothes and your two-tone shoes and your... <laughs> I'm working all the time. I think I'm going to head upstairs to room 205, though. 205. You know, yeah. 205. Catch you later, 205. Cat. That sounds. Cat. Cat. <laughs> Mother must be awful proud of you. <laughs> 205. That sounds familiar. Oh, well. I'm just going to. I'm going to look at my uh, postcard again, see what room he was supposed to be in. Oh, 205. 205. Oh. Uh, I'm going to look on the keyboard, the board of keys behind yes. the counter and see if there's a key for 205. In fact, uh, it is the only key that is missing. Every other key on the plaque is still there. <sighs> I'm walking up the stairs now. Um, and as you guys are discovering this, you're going up the stairs uh, and you're looking at the keys. Uh, about this time, the uh, the lorry drives up and... Uh, all right, guys, uh, you have the hotel. Uh, where do you park? Uh, no point in parking. Just not going to be staying long, so just stop right outside the hotel, probably blocking the drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good enough. I will look with concern at it, but I won't mention anything. About... <laughs> Won't be staying long, Reverend. After you. Why not? I, I have been tending to stay at the hotel with Jacob. And you as, have made other accommodations? As you guys uh, come into the hotel, uh, there's uh, a lady peering over the registration desk at the uh, the bank of keys on the wall. And uh, your hippie friend is uh, heading up the stairs. <laughs> ah. I will call out after the uh, hippie guy. Have you found Jacob then? Not yet. I'm heading up to his room. You want to join me, man? Jacob? You're here looking for Jacob, too? Nah, Jacob won. I, <laughs> I, I didn't follow that at all. Um, <sighs> Richard, is your character wearing, like, the uh, priest collar and everything? Um, yes. Yes, he, he okay, believes in being close Obviously, to uh, God, so yes. <laughs> Dressed. I am... Oh wait, and and uh, is uh, is the cop in cop clothing or no? Yeah, I'd say Ella's probably in standard police uniform. All right, um, Ella, Oops. I will focus. Yes, officer, yeah. officer, I would like to register a complaint. This this hotel has been left totally unsupervised, performing abominable customer service. I would like to register a complaint with both the police and the local Chamber of Commerce that it's just been a horrible experience since I've been here. All of ten minutes. <laughs> that I will not get back. Valuable time. I now see. Long. Yes, I see, madam. I see. But if you don't mind, I'm on official police business. So, if, uh, excuse me. I've got to go drop this off at off and then be on my way. Wasting precious hours here. <laughs> You can write a note, leave it with a local branch. I'm not uh, actually stationed here, you see. 
Out of my way. Proceeding wow. up the stairs. <laughs> yes, I was following Theo. <laughs> ignoring the woman. Oh, I will follow them all. By this time, would I have made it to the room? Uh, sure. Yeah. After uh, you're go- you guys are going to arrive pretty pretty close together as you get up to the floor and start uh, looking for the room number. Um, as you get to the second floor and locate the correct room, you notice that uh, the room door is uh, is opened, cracked open, not not flung wide. I'm going to go ahead and knock. Kind of hard. Maybe the door will open a little as I knock. Uh, yeah, it does. It uh, actually swings a bit la- wider. Uh, there's no response from inside, but by the weak amount of mo- moonlight uh, now, that's starting. Well, it's uh, you know, it's it's dark. So there's some light from the outside, from like the street lights are coming in through the the window. You see uh, Jacob. He's sitting uh, motionless at a desk. He's facing the window. So he's got like the chair turned around and he's looking out the window. There's a cup of tea uh, sitting on the desk as well. He doesn't make any move to, to greet you or make any noise as you've knocked on the door. Um, this is going to sound like a strange question, but uh, when I look at Jacob, am I sensing any kind of colors or danger or anything? Because I do have a uh, sense trouble uh, in my general skills. <laughs> your, your spidey senses are tingling a bit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's something there. There's some odd vibes in this room, man. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to make sure that I have company before I enter the room then. <laughs> All right. That'll give, uh, the police officer and the priest ample opportunity to come up. Uh, is the good doctor, is she following as well? Yeah. I'm, I heard someone say Jacob and now I'm following them up. In fact, I'm going to probably, once I see him in the room, Mm-hmm. Probably bustle through going, look, out of my way. I'm his doctor. Ma'am, police first. Mm-hmm. The, the room <laughs> is... They're probably uh, now both bustling and trying to proceed and outdo each other in speed. <laughs> <laughs> so the two women bustle through the room trying to be the lead one through. Uh, it is fairly dark in the room. The only illumination is coming through the window, and that's kind of subdued. Um, you can see Jacob is facing the window with a chair back turned towards you, uh, on his desk. As I said, there's, uh, there's some tea and, uh, a couple of odd looking lumpy spheres on the table. Is the hotel a gas lamp or does it it is gas lamp? Okay. I'm going to go ahead and light the gas lamps in the room. Okay. Uh, they're they're on low. So you just kind of turn them up and as you, uh, turn them up, uh, Tolving uh, does make a motion, um, and uh, you guys kind of eyes are drawn to the table where uh, there's a set of still bloody eyeballs on the desktop. You see that there's a knife that looks like it had been heated as the blade has uh, got a little bit of carbon on it, and you can see where there's uh, a candle that has recently been put out on the desktop. And this is a good point where you can look at those nice stability charts and decide whether or not this is going to freak you out. Oh, <laughs> oh my word. Okay, first of all, he's, has he just cut out his own eyeballs? Is that what you're saying? Yes. And as you, uh, you've turned up the light and you've come into the room, he uh, turns around in the seat to face you. And, and in fact, yes, his socket, his eye sockets are empty and cauterized. Yeah, I think stability loss is a order <laughs> here. I think this is uh, probably a... Uh, you witness acts of torture. 
It's not yeah. exactly torture, but it's certainly the after effects. Not a grisly yeah. murder, but yeah, it's... Mm. Yeah, I mm. believe. I wonder why oh. fresh corpse is less than acts of torture. I do not know. Right, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, you, guys, you, can, you guys can choose uh, how, how badly this kind of affects you on that chart. Uh, they give as a, as a general, a three is a good general... Uh, you can say two is torture. Uh, that's fine. However, you think you would react to it. Like people with meta I'm, training might react less, stra- you know, strenuously. Yeah, I'm only going to take two there, I think. Sure. Uh, so the way this works is you roll a single D6. Now, before you roll it, if you choose to spend one of your stability to make your roll easier, you can, but you still lose it. So if you're only going to lose like one point of stability, it's kind of silly to spend one point of stability to make that roll. But you roll your d6, and what you're looking for is a 4, 5, or 6. If you pass it, you lose nothing. If you fail it, you lose the stability loss that level you've chosen. And it's uh, 4 higher as a pass? Yes, it, 4, it, 5, it, or it, 6. Right. Woo! Mm. Nope. <laughs> I, I am also rolling a duck. Sorry. Where are we? Oh dear! It is. It is. It, it, ah, it. <laughs> so who was the green? Who was six? That's me. me. The colors don't bother me, man. Yes. Uh, I was. I was the blue one. I'm sorry. Yeah, blue and red, both of you. Okay, whatever you chose. At what level this uh, is is freaky to you? That's how many stability you lose. I told you not to read out of piss Rex. <laughs> this uh, is. <laughs> And that comes off of uh, sanity? Stability. Stability, I'm sorry. Sanity, usually you don't lose until you start dealing with supernatural things. Stability, sanity is long-term? Yes, and stability is short-term. That's how freaked out are you right now, right this minute, versus how much of a stone-cold killer are you? (laughs) Jacob, can you hear us? Can you... Can, doctor, is there, is there a doctor? <laughs> I, I, I will go running out of the room, uh, calling for a doctor and knocking on all of the doors around here. Even I though... am a doctor. <laughs> Jacob, a medical man. One? Jacob, man, now I know you can't see the colors, but can you hear them? <laughs> this is not good. That was highly distasteful, young man. I will, yes. Is there a doctor in the hotel? Okay, John, we're, we're doing a stability test there. Uh, what was the last thing you heard? <laughs> last thing, um, I got a bit of the uh, doctor's reactions. Okay. Uh, what did you choose for a stability loss? How many points? How badly is this going to affect uh, your, your character, the police officer? And if you've seen a lot of violence, it may not uh, be that much of a loss to you. So I don't think it'd be... I don't think it'd be a... Um, a real stability loss, but uh, Ella is going to actually, because this is a bit of a shock, she's just assumed that she's been bought out of her wits all this way here. She's going to jump back and probably drop the box. Okay. Uh, go ahead and still roll a, a D6 for me, because uh, you know e- even a one-point stability loss is is basically what you're describing as a, a knee-jerk you know, shocked reaction. Uh, so re- go ahead and roll a mm-hmm. single D6. Yep, I've uh, clicked the roll. Please. However, catch a hair is not volume. Ah, there you go. Ah, there we go. Two. 
Okay. So, uh, yeah, that your reaction is about right. Uh, you, you drop the box and you jump back a little bit. Uh, go ahead and mark off one point of stability. That That's, you know, kind of like as you described there, just a little bit of shock to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so as you guys are reacting to this, your dear friend Jacob is uh, turned around in his chair and uh, he seems, uh, let's see, who, who managed to make it first into the room between the two ladies vying to get in? Probably the younger one. <laughs> kind of muscled you out of the way. Okay. Uh, Jacob looks up at you. It look, seems to be looking directly into your eyes with his now blank sockets. And uh, he says, oh, oh, very good. Very good of you to bring my box. Please, please bring it here. You haven't opened it, have you? The box, please. <laughs> he's, uh, what he on God's green earth have you been doing, man? <laughs> and is looking down at uh, where the box has fallen on the ground. Oh, oh dear, I hope it's not damaged. Please, please, put it on the desk. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, preacher is <laughs> out in the hallway banging on doors. Uh, please, help me. Hey, a hey, terrible accident. You're, you're banging Someone, on doors and there, there seems to be no answer. I am continuing on mm-hmm. in this fashion for some time down to the... Yeah, uh, the main area and banging on the bell uh, as effectively as before, I suppose. <laughs> and, uh, and going into the back room because d- this is not a time for, um, to have observed such niceties. <laughs> so you're, you're going screaming through the hotel. You're getting more and more freaked out as you're noticing that there <laughs> okay. doesn't appear to be anyone else here. Exactly. Okay, uh, quickly, but when you meant negative, one stability, knock off one of my sources of stability, correct? Oh, no, no, no. Just a, a point, a single point of stability. Okay. Yeah. For uh, ah, my yeah, character, since, at last. since uh, I have to touch it to think it's real, yep. for me, I think the, the whole thing's an illusion. So I'm going to go ahead and pick up the box and take it over to Jacob. Okay. Yeah, what, is that, what is that hideous box? It's like, oh, oh, thank you, thank you. He uh, he wraps his hands almost lovingly over the box and caresses it. He holds it up to the light and seems to be examining with his empty, cold sockets the intricate designs of the box. You, the look you all of are pure horror. Uh, I'm going to wave my hand up and down in front of his empty sockets. You, you hey, all are just feeding into your a psychosis. Why are you doing this? Get that box away from him. It's just a focus for his mental breakdown. Ma'am, with all due respect, shut up. Uh, uh, what? Uh, you need a smoke, man. It'll calm you down. <laughs> oh, that's calm me. That's what I need. That's what I need. Hold on. Oh, Dolores. Up. Oh, I'm so glad that you can come along. This is going to be such an interesting little. Oh, it, it's been so long. And he uh, he gets up Did- and he's he's he's, he's uh, holding his hand forward to shake your hand. He's looking up directly into your eyes with his empty uh, empty. Socks. I am not. Matching his stare, I'm I'm opening up my doc bag and like now Jacob, you're you're having another incident. I've, now I've got a small injection here that will calm you down. Let us take care of this. We'll get you back back to the hospital. Hospital? No, no. I'm I'm on the verge. I'm on the verge of knowing it all. How it all interconnects. I'm, I'm, how, how I'm, I'm pulling. I'm pulling out. I'm what? pulling out a syringe of morphine. I'm like, <laughs> off, officer, please hold him down. <laughs> Um, if you're using a voice of authority, officer, please hold him down. <laughs> yes, there we go. I insist. I'm a go, medical then. practitioner. 
No, 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 no. This, this, this will, this, will, this will cause my brain to move, move slower. I, I need to be able to think. No, there, there's so many things coming together. You, you can't let this happen. <laughs> yeah, okay, Josh, um, yes, your character uh, is, um, is Dolores acting hysterical or authoritative? Uh, she's starting to get kind of sharp and angry now. Okay, so authoritative. In which case, then probably on instinct, Ella will grab the. Uh, uh, J- grab Jacob's arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Jacob is going to try and struggle here. Um, let's see. Give me a second. While she's ah, doing that, go. I've got. I'm fishing out my reading glasses and having to look very closely at the labels on the bottles. <laughs> kind of mouthing the names to myself. Okay. Sure right <laughs> Second thought. <laughs> Ella, uh, while you're trying to grab Jacob, what we're doing here is uh, this is going to be a scuffling test uh, with each other, okay? Uh, you're the instigator. You're grasping him, uh, so you will actually get your roll first. It is uh, a D6 roll. And what you're trying to do, uh, since you're trying to grab a hold of the person, <laughs> go look at this real quick here. Well, that was a D. That was a six on a D six. D six like me more than D fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we haven't used actual uh, non fudge dice in a while. Uh, well, I've ended up using a lot of twenties recently. Mm-hmm. Um, in his uh, current mental state it seems that your friend jacob is much stronger than you remember and uh, he is struggling mightily against you uh he's uh he's, watch out he's got <laughs> lunatic strength <laughs> he, he's gonna dump uh he's gonna dump five points of his 10 and scuffling <laughs> into this okay. role. Uh, uh, oh yeah and uh, he he overwhelms you handily uh forcefully enough that he's uh, he's pushed you okay. back and he's no, moved the desk him. that he's standing behind, and he's going into a rave now. He's like, you can't uh, stop my work. I'm so close to finding it all. The one thing that makes it all come together. He's rambling. Let me hit Jacob over the head with my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to say, I've got scuffling six, which I could start spending. Yep. Uh, do remember that if you want to make a spend, declare what you're spending before you make your roll. All okay? right, prior yep. to roll. Yep. Right to roll. Uh, so if you wish to scuffle again, you're welcome to, but let's go ahead and uh, let, let's uh, let the, the jazz musician go ahead and <laughs> smack him over the head with a guitar. Um, let's see. Theo, Theo, it looks like, uh, oh yeah, let, we can do scuffling. and uh, You've got a big uh, hefty 10-point pull in scuffling, so if you want to put some points into your roll, you can. Just make sure you declare it before you roll your die. Nah, I'm just going to do the swing because he's acting kind of crazy. I'm like, dude, calm down. And mm-hmm. He doesn't, so I'm going to take a swing with the okay. guitar. Oh, no, he's not calming down. So if you want to just go ahead and take the swing, uh, go right ahead, or roll a single D6. That's kind of uh, weird, 666. Six, six. <laughs> roll the 6 as well, okay. Uh, Cthulhu. <laughs> All right. So uh, since your friend has kind of distracted him, uh, 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 well, the police officer has kind of distracted your friend uh, by grappling him, you're able to get a good solid thunk on the back. Uh, go ahead and roll a single D6. Uh, let's see if you're able to to stun him. Um, guitar is fairly uh, not a very massive device. So we'll do a minus one to that. 
so you'll you'll hit him for a good two points worth of uh, damage there, and that shocks him a little bit. And uh, let's see. Sure, he he comes to his senses somewhat, and he uh, he he puts his hands out in front of him, and uh, he says, uh, "Oh, please, please, there's no need for this. I'll be calm. I'll be calm." He, he reaches behind him and looks for his seat. Uh, he's looking right at it. He seems to be moving around quite deftly for someone with no eyeballs. And uh, he turns his seat around and sits down with his his hands up, placatingly in front of him. He's like, "No, I'll, I'll be calm. I'm fine. I'm all right. No need for this." And uh, you, you've got a big hole in your guitar now, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. This is just my practice guitar. I know oh, cool. you've got no violence, but I must say that was quite effective. <laughs> he still has that wild, uh, wild look in his eye, but he's he's trying very hard to regulate his breathing and to calm down. Still, still speaking very quickly. I would... interest. How does he have a wild look in his eye? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> His eyebrows are waggling as if he had eyes, they would be wildly looking. <laughs> um, close examination of those eye of those eyeballs, they really do look like real eyeballs. Oh yes. Oh yes they do. Now, I don't suppose there would be a tablecloth or a handkerchief or a napkin or any such item on the table. Sure, there's a man's handkerchief on the table there. Drop those over the <laughs> Creeping me out. I would, I would like to use intimidation yes. on, on uh, Jacob here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like now, Jacob, I am your doctor. We've gone through these episodes before. I insist that you let me give you this injection so we can find out what's going on. I will not broach any more argument or this foolish struggling with you, or I will have this nice officer smack you about the head with her truncheon, and the vicar will very probably damn you to hell. <laughs> they have that power. Uh, what are you going to give me? It's it's not going to put me to sleep like, like you've done those last few times. I'm so close. So close Absolutely now. Absolutely not. It is, in fact, going to put him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, are you willing to do a point spend? I'm not asking or saying I, two plus. Yes, but... I will, actually. Okay, and you're doing I this on intimidation? It. I will spend at a point of intimidation. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. He's, he, he seems to calm down a bit. His hands are shaking a little, but he does extend his his, his arm for you. All right. He says, Ah, Dolores, you've cared for me so well in the past, but I'm so close. My life's ambition, it's 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 nearly here. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, your life's ambition. Yes, we've gone through this before. And uh, what have you injected him with? Uh, it's like morphine or, um, I don't know, pharmacology, but whatever. And uh, what effects are you going for? Are you trying to get... I want to put him to sleep right now. Oh, okay. Heavy sedative. All right. Heavy, heavy, yeah, so yeah, his, I want to uh, sedate him. He, he seems to lull a bit in his chair, and uh, his, his, his speaking patterns are like, ah, oh, oh, that's, that's better, Dolores. Oh, thank you. Of course. Uh-huh. Yes. And he um, kinda, his arms kind of go to his side, and he starts staring up at the table, and he starts, you know, kind of just casually spinning himself around in his chair. Once <laughs> he's out, I want to check his wounds, because it's actually the fact that it was self-inflicted that freaked me out, not so much the okay. eyes himself. <laughs> I want to make sure that he hasn't, perma- well, obviously he's permanently damaged himself, <laughs> but, you know, 
I want to make sure he didn't get into the brain or anything. Okay. Um, or that he's not going to bleed out or anything. I want to. Gotcha. Okay. And I'm, 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 the thought of like putting him back in his head is just totally gone. That's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, meanwhile, in the hallway, uh, Reverend, your voice is getting a little hoarse from <laughs> from yelling for help. <laughs> and uh, you, you hear that there's some kind of scuffle uh, that's going on in the uh, the room you've just fled from. I, I am still running to try and find somebody in the hotel. Uh, okay. I wish to find uh, somebody who has more um, <laughs> weight here. The, somebody uh, who could tell us what has gone on. The the hotel has uh, four floors. And you're I, I am to going two and uh, running. I am up going down <laughs> to the desk. I'm okay. going down to try and see if there is a kitchen staff or cleaning staff or mm-hmm. or a bellboy or anything. Sure. You you find a kitchen. Uh, you find a lounge. You find a library. But you've yet to find another human being. <laughs> I, I, part, I will try and find a um, uh, a first aid box then if there is nobody else around and then uh, rush back upstairs to the room with the bandages and sticking glasses which are inside, which will, of course, help somehow. <laughs> and then uh, as if on cue, uh, your friend Jacob uh, does slump unconscious and uh, doctor, if you want to look him over. Um, yeah. Let's see. While... Uh... They're looking Jacob over. I'm going to look over at the desk. Is there any writing on the writing desk or any drawers? Oh, there there are open books laying about his room. There are lots of notes just scattered about. Uh, there are actually stacks of books around his desk in neat piles as opposed to how messy the rest of the room and the desk itself is. Uh, yeah, okay. Doctor, while you're looking him over there, um, yeah, your medicine's uh, very large there, so... Uh, he, it looks like he had heated a very sharp pen knife and had very carefully removed each eye. Uh, we saw a knife on the table, room. right? Huh? You said we saw a knife. Yes, Carved yes. You, you knife find on the, the table. knife on the table uh, that likely is what he used to remove his eyes with. And they were, you, he did it very precisely. And they weren't gouged out. I mean, the eyes were removed very precisely. Surgically removed, yes. huh? <laughs> Does it look? It looks like it was self-inflicted from angle of attack and all that. Yeah, it it, uh, it could be. That's for sure. His his hands do have a bit of uh, blood on them. You see. Uh, okay. I'll I'll spend a pool of med- medicine to confirm that they were. Uh, yes. That's- okay. Yes, they they are self-inflicted wounds. Uh, it uh, it it might be a stability loss. Your choice to note that he did this very calmly and with a great deal of skill. I've already taken the stability loss from the <laughs> self-inflicted wound, so it's... Oh, while you're this is not him, funny. <laughs> while you're examining him, uh, the the reverend comes back into the room with a first aid kit. <laughs> I think we're beyond that, Vic. <laughs> what? Hmm? No, I, I'm sure this will help. I, I could find nobody else in the hotel at all. I have been... No, there is no one... <laughs> Is, what do you mean there's no one? I, it cannot be more clear. There is no one in the hotel. I'm sure they would have responded to my cries for help, being Christian people. I'm sure they would have come to help. Mm. But no, nobody came from anywhere. There, there was no one in the hotel. So, Jacob, who, who who did this to you? Did, did they all flee at the... He did it to himself. 
Jacob quite seems obvious. to be quietly sleeping in his chair. <laughs> quite obvious to the most inexperienced of medical examiners that he's done this to himself. Uh, now, it, what's your game in all this? Because I know for a fact that people with no eyes don't tend to see things. And he was quite clearly looking at you, ma'am. That does give me pause. <laughs> well... It's a well-known fact that when deprived of one of your senses, the body naturally compensates by overstimulating the others. That young man over there, for instance, looks quite overstimulated. I'm sure he probably just heard my familiar dulcet tones or perhaps smelt the rose water I consistently wear, recognizing me through sound or smell. Perfectly, perfectly rational, scientific, I have re- read all such things. That, that yeah, is true. Yeah, very good. So. The, the well-educated vicar here, of course, will back me While up. While they're rambling and having their conversation, I'm going to be looking over the notes that are closest to uh, Jacob to see if I can catch anything. Sure. Uh, the, cl- the closest notes to Jacob uh, appear to be uh, like uh, uh, Dewey Decimal. Was that by 35? Well, if it wasn't the Dewey Decimal System, it is some library cataloging number, uh, which would be uh, pretty evident to anyone that's got any library use skill at all. Uh, I believe you have some there, Theo. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, you do. So, yeah, you recognize them as uh, as uh, like card numbers uh, to a library. And there are several of them written on uh, some scratch pieces of paper near him, along with some titles. I'm going to... Are any of those books listed in the stacks near the desk? Uh, you want to go and find out? Yep. Okay. So you're going to pocket the paper and go downstairs and take a look. You said there were neatly stacked books near his desk. Oh, yes. There are, are There are some neatly stacked books near his desk. A lot of them have to do with uh, uh, local history. And uh, there are also a couple of them that uh, kind of stand out as being very... Um, it's kind of odd books uh, to you. Uh, there's, of course, a copy of his uh, his own book that he wrote, uh, Tolving's Folklore Bestiary, which is kind of just off to the side. Uh, you also see one that's labeled uh, The Dying of St. Margaret's. Uh, seems to be a very old tome. It is uh, written in English. And uh, one that says... Uh, the Dance in the Blood, which seems to be a pamphlet, uh, also in English. <laughs> the rest of the books seem to be fairly generic, uh, like historic landsite books, uh, travel logs of the area with uh, historical relevance for places. So you're right, thumbing I'm through gonna, these books. Yeah, I'm going to probably grab the old book and the pamphlet. Mm-hmm. And if I don't see anything else, head down to the library. Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? With a morbid sense of curiosity, Ella is going to slowly reach forward towards the empty eye sockets just to make sure it isn't some sort of optical trick like you see down in the theater. Oh, no. No, no. It, uh, the ridge orbits are very smooth. It looks like he, he's even cauterized the tissue. So it's uh, you know, that scaled over burned tissue. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, no, no. Just in case you missed it, that basically means that she's 
slowly putting your finger into the gaping hole <laughs> or an eye. I, I'll smack your hand away. It's like, you'll get, you'll cause an infection. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I, I do not understand. I'm going to pack his eyes with like gauze and, and uh, sulfa drugs to make sure that he doesn't get infected. Okay, sure. You're packing his, his empty eye sockets, bandaging them up. Uh, very little blood. Looks like he did a really good job of uh, cauterizing out the wound. I have no idea what to do with the actual eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I put, it, I put a put tablecloth over them. They put put them on these bandages. They are surgical and, and sterile, obviously. Yes. <laughs> I've dropped a man's handkerchief over them at the moment, so someone might accidentally set it off. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> well, I, I, I am going to look around for the, the box then to see that... <laughs> It and any other of his antiquities are not damaged. I'm certain that when he uh, regains his senses, he he will need his uh, books and things close at hand to uh, remind him of better times. Well, I don't think the books will do him much good at this point. (laughs) You can't read with no eyes, Reverend. Yes, you can. They're Braille, apparently they aren't. Mm. I I wonder if Braille has actually been invented yet. (laughs) I believe it. Yes, that was in the 1800s. Doesn't mean that we know about it. Thomas Thomas Edison liked reading in Braille. (laughs) You guys probably know about it. Ella is completely nonplussed about what Braille is. Yes, it is. (laughs) I... Hmm... I... (laughs) Hmm... Do you need a shot, Dr. Uh, Victor? You seem quite distraught. I have just a little one here. No, one no, which is sleeping will calm you down. Wait. I, I will. I, I will why don't I take, why don't I take the good reverend for a walk and you get your story straight while I'm gone? No, I, I... No, I want to know what has happened here. I... I, I feel like uh, he brought us here uh, at this point uh, for some well, reason. God, God moves in mysterious ways. We are obviously here well, to. Well, you're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to do God's will while you're panicking and fretting like that. I am c- certain I will be of some assistance here. I will. Of course you. Will. Of course yes. you. Will. And I'm sure you'll be with even more assistance with a. Uh, uh, sh- Shot has something in you. No, I, think you come with me. I do have a no, shot I, right here. I, 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 something. I could. <laughs> no, no. I was actually referring to like taking him down to the bar or something. No, no I, uh, I will stay here. Drop that for a second. Sorry. No, I, I did. Oh. Uh, are you self-medicating? No, I'm perfectly licensed. I, I, I will be fine. P- perhaps if we, if we. If we look over what Jacob was doing, perhaps we will understand what has driven him to this, and whether it was the the devil that drove him to it, or whether this is all part of some mysterious devil. plan. Now, or now, now. that we do not understand yet. Now, Vicar, I, I cannot I, comprehend. I, I understand you have a professional interest in the devil and whatnot, but we cannot be. This is this is 1830, 1936 or whatever. We can't be blaming mental aberrations upon the devil or other such fancies. Yeah, you hear? As the doctor says, he was just bleeding mental. Now, why don't you get some fresh air? He has a history of being, as she so colloquially put it, bleeding mental. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to go down right now to the telephone, call up the asylum, 
and have the orderlies sent out here straight away to come bring him back to his nice, comfy cell that we have had on reservation for him for some time. He's been in and out for the entirety of our relationship. He has never mentioned anything of this to me. Well, it's not something we bring up in polite conversation. This, however, is not polite conversation, so I'm telling you, he has a history of severe mental disorders, delusions, persecution complex, quite probably schizophrenia, the line between, and I'm not ruling out an Oedipal complex. The <laughs> line between genius and madness is very small. Uh, and it's my job to define that line. Uh, and let me tell you, he's no genius. Can I see a card first, Doctor, so I know that I'm not falling into something that I shouldn't be? I, I, I wish to see something of yours. I, I have only seen you in your uniform. I, you could be one of these mad people who dresses up like a police officer, but has no real authority. Reverend, you're obviously delusional, so I'm going to put it down to that you're just in shock. I want to see some form of identification from you. Mm. You happen to be at the same place I am at when... We're looking for the same thing that I am looking for, and now we happen to turn up here at the same time. How do I know that this isn't all part of some something? It is too. Reverend, you were with me at the police station when I got my car. I think that kind of shows. I did not see them check your credentials. Well, I have not seen them. Reverend, you're showing a bit of a paranoia complex. I do not know what you're talking about. I will be fine. Well, Doctor, can I see your papers? Yes, I've, I've, I've got them right here. How preparedness 10, I'm assuming I've got my... Oh, yes, yes. ...credentials, no you copy of my diploma. Hmm? In fact, his, I've actually got his complete fi- uh, file, complete yeah. file with what mm-hmm. I brought. All right, yeah, my character's not... Uh, well, I wouldn't consider her a uh, particularly erudite. I would consider her at least reasonably learned. So, yeah, well. right, fair enough. Uh, Packing up for a telephone. Right, right, you are. I think there's one on the desk. I'll just sit up here and make sure he doesn't try to cut out our eyes or something. <laughs> yes, there is in fact a telephone in the room. Oh, is there? Sure, you find it that it's it's underneath uh, a couple of overturned books, and <laughs> you find the cord and kind of trace it into a pile of books. <laughs> I, I will attempt to call call uh, my hospital. Sure, you get an operator who patches you through, and uh, I, I will say I, in the Cthulhu game, I'm shocked that the phone's working. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, the phone is actually working. That's, that's actually shocked me more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where would that fall? Yeah, the phone's Cthulhu perfectly too? fine. <laughs> sure, you're you're patched through, and uh, someone uh, does answer at uh, your your hospital. And uh, once you have uh, verified who you are, you get a hold of uh, an admittance nurse, and it's like, oh yes, doctor, what can we do for you? Yes, yes, this is. I'm at, uh, I'll give the address of the mm-hmm. place here. I realize it's quite far away, but our reoccurring guest, Jacob Turving, Turving is having a problem. I would like you to send two of the larger orderlies. Uh, Roy and Davey should be fine. 
in here with a wagon and come pick him up. He has had a bit of a physical incident, which will be quite readily apparent when he returns. But I think it's best if we readmit him. Oh, very well, Doctor. We'll send the goon squad out. Uh, yes, it's a, it's a fair fun. trip out there. Uh, likely Glorian they won't Navy arrive till the morning. Hmm? I'm sorry? Uh, it, it's a fair trip out there, so uh, likely they won't arrive till the morning, but we'll send them out directly, Doctor. That's, that's fine. Thank you. And you'll be staying with the patient until uh, the orderlies arrive? I don't think the choice... I don't think I have any other choice. Oh, very good. Morally or practically. We'll have the uh, proper paperwork there for if you could sign for the admittance, please. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, your, your, uh, being his doctor of the past, uh, his, his commitments records will be just fine if you can re-sign oh, those. We'll send them out with so. the orderlies. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, w- what's happening then? Uh, so you uh, you are now noticing that uh, your your musician friend is absent, and uh, <laughs> meanwhile you have no friend uh, of mine. <laughs> down in the hotel library is a it's a secluded room, um, which in what time and one time was very pleasant and welcoming, with a floral wallpaper. It's fading a bit now. Leather on the sofa is beginning to crack, but more importantly, the atmosphere seems to be made a bit tense as looking around you can see that clearly the hotel owners allowed your friend to work here equally clearly he took advantage of their hospitality there's scribbled papers covering nearly every surface there's empty inkwells lying discarded everywhere pens on the coffee table several um just like waiting to be picked up again books the books however while not in their correct places on the shelves are stacked very neatly next to every desk almost reverently but the rest of the mo- okay. room looks like a small tornado has hit it. All right. First things first, I'm going to take the uh, uh, library information I got from the desk and uh, try and find those specific books. Sure. Uh, the first three on the list are basically geographic books of the area, uh, in particular focusing on a bit of wood uh, about half a mile from uh, this hotel. An area called Horse Falls Woods. Okay. And uh, you notice your friend has gone to uh, such lengths as uh, not only uh, using the hotel's books, apparently he has defaced some of them. As certain parts of the maps, uh, there are some uh, finger, uh, some figures that look like uh, a like times and dates and some areas are circled. Uh, this is all done in ink, uh, pretty much destroying the books. All right. Uh, I'm going to copy those down on the paper I have since there's ink wells and pens lying everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and make copies of all that information and uh, continue looking at the books on the list. Sure. Uh, books are pretty much a very curious amalgam of Lake District folklore. Um Talking of bird-like creatures, monstrous uh, worm-like races living in the ground, uh, different mutated animals, uh, things that are very common like flocks of birds that have seemingly gone mad and attacking villagers. Uh, There's actually a pamphlet you find tucked into one of the books 
that talks about mishappened birds in the area. Um, the person who wrote it uh, has written it in like first person form uh, as if he was an observer writing about watching these birds staring at them as they're staring back at him from rooftops. Uh, he says he's dissected one of the animals and uh, he, he claims that the, the bird was made and assembled from parts of other animals. Okay, between my uh, um, oral history and occult studies, would any of this sound familiar to me? Uh, your occult histories? Um, hmm. Some of it does, but you really can't pin down uh, like anything specific. Like you've heard of such things before in different lores, uh, particularly in areas that uh, have been considered to be uh, possessed or taken over by like evil entities. Such occurrences could uh, could come about. No particular story comes to mind, though. Okay, I'm gonna keep searching the list that I have there. Sure, uh, and this will, you know, this will take you some time to go through these books yeah. that you're down there pouring through these all. And uh, in the meantime, upstairs, uh, what's going on? So, <laughs> what's happening then, Doctor? The hospital will be sending some gentlemen to round up <clears throat> Jacob here. They should be here in the morning. It's quite a drive. That will make sure he is taken care of properly. Until then, well, I would suggest either taking him to the local hospital or to the local constabulatory to have him held for his own safety. He doesn't have a history of violence towards others. Of course, if he's already well, committing violence upon himself, it's just a short hop. Well, then from peace of mind, I think if you don't mind, I'll be cuffing him. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> sure. He, surely he cannot help anymore. I mean, do any more harm to anybody or himself. He is now, Reverend, sedated. I know, you're, I know your uh, people usually stay uh, safely locked away in your clergy, there, uh, Reverend, but uh, when not everyone in London is right in the mind. Some of them do crazy things. I'd uh, be out of a job if they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now is not a time for levity. No, no. But now, and it's not a time for us fi- waking up and finding that he's hacked off our goodies in the night or something. <laughs> I look at the woman police officer strangely. While you guys are talking above him, uh, your your friend seems to be mumbling something in his sleep. I, I will try to will. listen to that as as well I <laughs> as I'm uh, ignoring it, humming and cuffing him. Mm-hmm. It's it's very faint, but it seems like he's uh, he's speaking in his sleep, and he keeps uh, repeating. I know they have her, Badalay. She was good to me. Let me use the library. They've got her now. She's to be sacrificed. Sacrificed to it. Is it Badalay? Yes, the, the name is familiar as you saw it underneath the picture of the owner downstairs of the hotel. Oh. Poor man is starting to include others in his delusions. But but there is nobody else here at all in the hotel. What, what, what if it is true and his mind snapped because he could not help others? I know that certain... Well, I, I think him to be a good Christian man who could... Well, I, 
Are you sure you don't want something to calm your nerves? I, I am sure, Oops. yes. Someone's phone? No, I, I, where is the owner of the hotel if, um, if she is not here? Uh, at the very least, if, if he has done something to her, then we should uh, try and find out what it is. She may be hurt or injured and, and we can help. Well, we can help. Well, that is a good point. I'm saying that they didn't just all get out of here when they realized he was a bleeding nutter. I, I cannot believe that every single person in the hotel decided to leave. At least one would have stopped or called someone or, or told the police or anything. But but there has been nothing. Oh, I've got a solution to this. Here is, is a good Christian mm. song. You finished with that telephone. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phone up the... Mm-hmm. Constable. Yeah. It's detective, thank you. <laughs> no. and detective? Phone up the local constabulary. Sure. You get a desk clerk that seems to be overworked. What do you want? Uh, d- police office. What can I do for you? It's Detective McDonough uh, from London. There have been any reports of some strange going on up here at the East Thorndike? Yeah, let me let me look at the let me look at the memo. So we got a couple of things on that. I think here's some rustling of papers in the background. He comes up. Yeah, some some complaints of the last week. They're filed up there. Uh, strange thing though is uh. It came from uh, the guests. Uh, we can't, of course, do anything about it without the owner of the hotel calling us. Some you don't noise know where the violations. Owner People complaining uh, about noise. Right. How many people? Uh, three different calls over the last week. Right. And don't suppose any of. Uh, people in town regularly come up here, you know, paying visit to friends. No, uh, not uh, not that I would know. You hear him uh, yelling at some people in the background, asking, "Anybody hear uh, anything odd going on at the Thorndike?" Yeah, hey, you had a car go by. And he gets back on the phone with you. Yeah, uh, we sent a car up a couple of days ago. Uh, one of the guests there was uh, pulling some kind of rank. Said he had some favors uh, that he wanted to pull in and. We got a car up there, and, uh, well, it was nothing we could really do. We couldn't find the owner around anywhere. Uh, things had quieted down. Uh, they were complaining about a particular resident, and we knocked on his door. Uh, we even went in, and uh, he wasn't around at the time. Nothing we could really do other than write a report and wait for anyone else to call. No one ever did. Right. Uh, I don't suppose this would be... Guy living in room uh, 205, male gentleman. Yeah, he finishes the number uh, for you before you say it off. Yeah, 05, that's right, 205. Uh, didn't really get a description of him. Uh, landlord wasn't around for us to check records, but he wasn't home when we stopped by. Anywhere where you could find the landlord? Uh, she's not there. 
Not a soul. Hmm. Well, according to these records, uh, looks like she could have been gone for ooh, maybe a better part of a week. I suppose that's long enough. Yeah, we'll put a bulletin out for her. Uh, keep you appraised. Will you be at this number? Yeah. Can you send up a couple of lads, have a look around? Something strange going on. Uh, can do, can do. Uh, we're kind of limited on cars right now, so it'll be a few hours. Can this wait till morning? Yeah, is there anyone I currently guess. in risk of life or limb? No, we just got one crazy and we've got him under control. <laughs> Another we'll be round. taking him back into town. All right. Well, it sounds like you've got that wrapped up. Uh, I'll send some boys out as soon as we're able to, but uh, don't expect him before morning. Make sure they know t- not to mess things up too much. So you know, uh, you're filing this down as a missing person? Persons. Persons. Who else is missing? Lots of them. As I said, this place is not a soul in sight. Any evidence of foul play? Haven't seen any so far, save for, well, one crazy. Well, why don't you save us a little bit of manpower while you're going to be there for a little bit? Why don't you do some poking around? Uh, Write up a proper uh, report for me. Just make sure you get some people up here by morning. I'll get, I'll hand them what I find then. Good enough. Click rings off very quickly. <laughs> well, then police will have people here in the morning to have a look around, find out what's going on. That, that, is, not, that is not quick enough. What if somebody is injured or hurt? We, we should look ourselves. Hmm. Does raise a good point. Can anyone see any sign of and people getting dragged off? People don't go well, easy, and this is we well, haven't quite looked itself. for signs of people getting dragged off. Fine. Who wants to stay up here with him? I suppose as his as his uh, observing position, I should be the one that I should stay with him. And what about this, nudging the box with a foot, seeing as last I heard he was on the floor? Ah, what is that? I thought hideous, he picked it up. What is that hideous thing? Is he that the picked box it up and he placed it poster? on his desk. All right. Well, prodding it with a finger. Then. <laughs> this is what dragged me up from London. Hmm. Perhaps it is what... Well, it was obviously important to him. Uh, perhaps it is linked somehow to this. It's, it's just going to feed into his poor psychosis. Well, nothing's going to feed into him while he's out cold. I should Why don't one of you have a poke at that while I poke around the rooms downstairs? I'll try and open the box. While okay. I wander off to have a look downstairs. Sure. Uh, yeah, the box is, uh, as described, is kind of a puzzle box. You're able to uh, figure it out kind of quickly. And the top does uh, remove, leaving the bottom as like almost a tray. And uh, inside, what you find, pardon, the uh, module's not page numbered, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. Ah, here we go. There's a bizarre sculpture 
of rods and hemispheres approximately 18 inches high. Its shape waves as if it were breathing. Its geometry appears to fluctuate. The rods appear simultaneously straight and curved. The angles are too acute for the eye to follow. Oh, I'm going to make a stability check here for that non-Euclidean geometry. That's that's not quite right. What is it? What have you found? Oh, look at that. Oh, it's bad on oh, the oh, eyes. Oh. Don't show that to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, look at Oh, what, how hideous. Oh, uh, let's say... Uh, let's say that's another two. Is this, violence, um, is this a Cthulhu mythos? Yeah, yeah. I look at this the uh, the sanity loss table as well, um, because this is mm-hmm. something that seems to be otherly natural. Oh, is it sanity? Okay, yep. that that works for me. Let's see here. Uh, because right. the sanity loss table includes stability loss, and here's the neat thing about okay. the the sanity table. Okay, um, a very minor thing. The first level on there is a two point stability pool loss um, if you <laughs> uh, fail to to make your roll. But there's no sanity point loss accumulated with it. The next level, yeah. though, the one point, anytime you fail sanity, well, you don't get to fail sanity. You you just lose it. There's no roll. Now, you can roll for right. the stability, but you can't roll for the sanity. When you remove a point of sanity, you gain a point of Cthulhu Mythos. Uh-huh. So you've gotten an insight into something otherworldly. So the more right. sanity you lose, the more you understand. <laughs> At this point, this doesn't look particularly threatening or far-reaching, so I'm just going to go with the minor, the the leastest one. Mm-hmm. So the two stability loss, sure. no sanity. Yep. Yes, that, that is. Six roll. Right. Oh damn! Uh, failed it again. Yes. <laughs> oh 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 oh! I I knock uh, it to the ground. Mm-hmm. In anger and disgust. Yes. I, hmm. I, I. He did not even have this box when he removed his eyes. What? What could he have seen? To. Hmm. I don't yeah. even want to know. What could have driven that poor man and say? What did it? Did it? Did it break or anything when I knock it to the ground? Uh, no. Actually, the book, uh, the the box itself, a little bit of wood does uh, seem to come off of it. Uh, the statue itself is uh, is just laying there. And as you kind of look up as the preacher talks, you get this sudden feeling as if something incredibly large just kind of looms up in your vision. And then when you quickly turn your head to look down again, it's as if it retreats from the room and shrinks back down. Let me give another. Uh... <laughs> Similar role, the other another two pointer there, <laughs> and I'm gonna kick the thing under the. I, I'm I'm gonna kick the thing under the. What's it look like? It's made out of. I didn't. Metal rods and spheres. Oh, metal. Okay, I'm gonna kick it under the desk because I don't have to look at it. <laughs> All right, that one I made. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, you you yeah. <laughs> you give it a solid kick and it skitters under the, the desk and uh, okay, skitters so is, that... is kind of the sound it makes. It's almost it's most of the sound of like a hundred insects just like uh, just tickled across the floorboards as you uh, kicked it under the desk. Okay. The uh, the me- is the is the statue attached to like the bottom of the box? No, is that what I'm understanding? No, it was okay. Just, so uh... all right, so the the statue is under the desk and the box is still up top yes. there. It's just kind of okay. the box is laying on the floor or wherever you placed it. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my yeah. word. This this is yes. That just wasn't right, was it? Uh, 
I'm going to give the box a close examination using my anthropology mm-hmm. and see if I can golly, recognize anything. I, I, I will blast the details that we oh, are okay. there to um, yes. perhaps you are more learned and, than uh, your, your skills. You say gothic, you mean like 1600s, whatnot, not like the goths that sack right. Rome, right? So, correct. Okay. And uh, there is a hint that there is something older that those were just scratched on top of. And uh, once again, you kind of kind of confirm what uh, the others have saw as well, that this box is likely very old and was repurposed at some point during that Gothic period. Uh, biology, is it any, do I recognize what kind of wood it is? Oh, that's a good roll. Um, let me see. Ah, yes. Uh, it's petrified, for one. Oh, so it's stone. And, and it's a very uh, dark, almost black wood. So, okay. very old. You can't quite this make out uh, very, what genus. Very old, indeed. Yeah. Yes. Um. Did you say there was any kind of... I can't recall. Did you say there's any kind of script in the, amongst the designs, or no? No, not at all. Uh no, okay. It's just, uh, well, uh, there, there were some Egyptian hieroglyphs, or at least what looks like they may have been, but the newer uh, kind of uh, just uh, artistic uh, ornamentation was done on top of it. Would would my languages let me un- uh, figure out what the hieroglyphs may have been saying? Hmm. Good question. Let's see. I will spend pool if need to. Uh, hmm. Where are they? No, no real, no real further information on it, other than uh, you suspect that it is much older than it initially appears. Uh, what appears to be Egyptian hieroglyphs on it are so so broken up and uh, just right. scarred over that you really there's not enough left there to really read. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to flash over to the police officer for a bit. And uh, what is it that you're doing? Uh, searching around downstairs, starting with areas which would have high numbers of people, so probably kitchens, because there's always someone in the kitchens, mm-hmm. and bars. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, sure, as you're, as you're looking around, um, what uh, investigative skill you could probably do? Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Evidence collection is probably a good one. As you're looking around, yeah, that looks like a file play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you run into uh, the musician who seems to be poring over several books in uh, in a library that you run across, and the library is just wrecked. I mean, there are it's just like a small tornado has gone through here. Pens and ink wells everywhere. There's even some <laughs> furniture that looks like it might have been knocked about. If any room looks like it had a struggle, it would be this, except for the fact that the books themselves, while off the shelves, are just piled in this very neat columns around each of the desks. And it appears you're no, going to say bring that. over a map. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's okay, I'm going to say that it's probably something that I'd recognize as Jacob's work. The start stacking the books up. Yes, you like saw him in one of his, uh, when he was helping the police out, one of his uh, more frenetic movements uh, as he was trying to research the information, you saw a scene very similar to this. 
just glad I didn't have to be on cleanup crew. Mm. Oh, what do you got there? Hailing out to the musician. Well, finger quotes musician. <laughs> I'm a composer, man. But I got a list of, uh, of books that Jacob was apparently checking out. You want to help me examine them? I'm looking to see what happened to everyone else first, thank you. Yeah. Let you get on with your light reading. All Make right. sure you put everything back where you found it. It's police matter now. Shouldn't be too hard since it was all on the ground, man. <laughs> put it back in the same bit of ground. <laughs> all right. Catch you on the flip side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it a bit early for that one? Yeah. <laughs> Some of the other things you find while you're poking around is you do find Mrs. Badalay's room, uh, the manager's room. Uh, door is unlocked. And you find that her suitcases are still here. Her clothing is still here. Uh, it doesn't look like she has gone anywhere. While as looking through some of the guest rooms that you've come across and looked through, uh, ones that you are corresponding with the logbook, the guests looks like they've left in order. They haven't left anything behind. Everything, you know, nothing other than what the hotel owns was left behind. It looks like they actually left. Whereas Miss Battle here doesn't. There's nothing packed. Her luggage is still here. Uh, Are you willing to make any spins on your evidence collection? Uh, Yeah, I'll spend one, but uh, I'd like to focus on uh, other staff members. What's happened to them? Mm -hmm. Or was this a one-woman job? Uh, Well, with with a place this size, there should have been cooks and a cleaning staff as well. And while you do find, like, the maintenance uh, area uh, and rooms, there's there stuff has been taken. No luggage, no clothing, gone. Okay. Uh, I'm going to focus mostly on looking around there to actually see, is this gone as in they've packed up and left, or is this gone as in just completely vanished? Because no, it looks like packed up everything. and left because there's no personal items left behind. The only personal items mm-hmm. you're finding are in Miss Badalay's room. Metal. London branch always gets the weird ones. Okay, then, yeah, I'll spend the point to spend time to go through Battle's personal effects. So that's okay. gather evidence. Um, sure. Uh, as you're going through that, uh, nothing really strikes uh, strikes you right off and uh, kind of leads you back to the reception area where, you know, she spends the most amount of time. And as uh, you're looking through there, you would have missed it at first because the carpeting is a little old, a little stained, although, you know, it's still kept up good. It's not really scroungy. But what at first you thought was just matting on the carpet where someone stood a very long time, you're taking a good hard look at it now, and it actually looks like something was dragged out the back door from the reception desk. It might even be a spot of dried blood on the ground and not mud like you first thought it was. Out the back door where we haven't investigated yet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed, sir. I'll ask uh, I'll follow the trail of that, making sure not to step into the actual trail itself. Okay. Uh, but um, the back door, are there windows surrounding the door so there that are. I don't actually have to open? Okay, yes, yeah, I'm going to peer out a window before I open the door. Okay. The The back area of the hotel uh, leads off into uh, a wooded area. 
you know, there's a, a good maybe acre of land that's been shaved out and uh, the grass has been well kept. But after that, it turns into kind of a, a wooded area. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back end of the garage is also uh, visible from here as well. <sighs> I'm very tempted to do a Miss Marple quote, but I won't. <laughs> yeah. Foul play it is then. And also going through the Great. registration, okay. it does look like uh, everyone who had checked in within the last month had actually checked out. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least they signed out but, the um, registry. Yeah. So these are all um, the way it's written. It's themselves signing out, and there's no um, whether signing out. There's no date from a staff member. It's just their own writing of "I am checking out." Good one. Yes, uh, that's exactly what you're saying. It, it's it looks like the same signature from sign in, but instead of there being like a, a date and uh, you see Miss Madeleine's, what you imagine to be her initials, the uh, MB on there uh, for all the check ins, there aren't any for the check outs within the last week. <sighs> Folks got fed up and left. And great. Pretty there isn't any decent forensics at this point. <laughs> <laughs> right I'm going to go back into the library and find the composer mm-hmm. can you join the others upstairs for a bit I want to say this to all of you um, in a bit maybe let me finish checking no, out the book now you can, take, you can take the book up with you I'd just like everyone upstairs I tell but them. You said you said to put it back just, where I got just, it. Just then, just remember where it was, or I don't know. Put a piece of paper there. Here, uh, take out a fish out a receipt or something or other, probably meal, and put that down on the spot. There. Now you'll remember where it was. Now please go up, join the others. Okay. Before I do, how many of the books have I gone through on the list? How close? Uh, you got like this is enough time where you could have uh, casually gone through everything on the list. Okay. Um, I'm going to grab the books that I think at this point are the most important. Uh, whatever they happen to be, like one of the ge- geography books, one of the lore books, and maybe one other, and then head upstairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we rejoin the room. Anybody gouge out their eyeballs while uh, nothing going <laughs> <laughs> on? Not my own, no. It was the doctor in the library with the candlestick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So we would have taken some time for the officer to search those room, etc. So uh, what's going on in this room after this odd statue was kicked under the desk? I am. I'm. I'm. I'm I'm keeping an eye on on uh, Jacob while. Furtively, occasionally ch- looking over to where I kicked the the uh, the statue to make sure it doesn't come scuttling out or anything, which of course <laughs> is is perfectly irrational and impossible. Yep. Whenever you avert your eyes for it, you you swear it, it feels like there's something in the room that's just enormous. And then when you quickly snap your head back, you know everything seems to be normal. And you know you occasionally hear like a a chittering sound coming from beneath the desk where the statue is. I polish my glasses a lot. <laughs> I, I I I am interested to see. He obviously knew what was in the book, so I'm interested in his 
works in Jacob's works to see if he has made reference to it. So I will be looking over there looking for sketches of non-Euclidean geometry, which will obviously <laughs> be a very sensible thing to do, to see if I can determine anything about what it is or the box that it came in or whatever. Okay, so you're going through like the notes that are left around his desk, that sort of thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you have a cult? Um, yes, I believe I have occult studies. Yes. Uh, I also have, uh, I guess, architecture. Uh, sorry, archaeology would be the only other one, but I don't know exactly what that would okay. cover in this instance, but yes. You find a, 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 a few bits of papers, a scraps where he's uh, he's tracking the box uh, from owner to owner, and you find where he uh, he's tracked it down to this antique store in London uh, where you've all come from. And there's just some side notes. Um, like uh, There's the word uh, Daloth, D-A-O-L-O-T-H, and it's got a question mark behind it, uh, next to it. And uh, there's a small caption underneath that that says, he shows the patterns behind the universe, the geometry behind light. And uh, it's it's kind of uh, scrawled in his more frantic handwriting there. Really? Ah, that, well, that is, I, I am looking for knowledge of, of the patterns behind the world, that, because that is God, perhaps. <laughs> De, or Deloth? Mm-hmm. Is that how we? Perhaps Deloth is just a, a another word for God. What um, did you What did you find there, Vicar? Oh, uh, Jacob was looking. He has tracked the box from place to place, um, and there is mention of a of God using a different word. Uh, uh, Deloth. How are we pronouncing this? Uh, Deloth. Yep. Deloth. Does that um has yes, he has, in, any... in uh, Jacob's in, in my history of dealing with Jacob, has he ever mentioned that name before? No. No, you can't uh you you he's a fascinating case that you've been keeping pretty good notes on and you don't ever remember him ranting about anything like that. Although you do remember him ranting about uh gods older than time, that they're still with us under this he's seas, ranted other under names the earth's the path. <laughs> I, I will go um, over to him uh, because he is uh, and say Deoloth to him and, uh, and see if it provokes any reaction Ooh. even in his drug state. Fa- Father, yes. please, you're just going to aggravate his condition. His, uh, his body jerks <laughs> upright from the chair and now he's handcuffed see? down. See? I tell and, you, uh, get back. He starts screaming in just kind of this keeling wail. He starts just shouting out, the render of the veils, the render of the veils. See what you've done. See what you've done. Oh, oh, oh. And then he just goes into this keening kind of uulating scream. He's just shouting out, yeah, yeah. Damn the theists. Your superstition's fading it. Oh, hold on. Give me my bag. He needs another shot now. Meanwhile, downstairs, you guys are hearing this, this, this screaming, this, uh, this almost chanting coming from upstairs. I guess we hurry up. <laughs> okay, first of all, um, I can. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is really weird. It's like um, for five minutes, uh, I start getting a lot of very choppy feedback from you guys, and then it'll clear up suddenly. <laughs> now it's just cleared up, and I can hear you perfectly again. 
It's pretty weird. That's, but, but that's even better because you didn't know what was going on in the room anyway. What you do know now is that uh, <laughs> someone from upstairs is shouting, screaming at the top of their voices in, in some kind of odd chant, this ululating chant. Okay, dashing up the stairs, yelling, that's uh, uh, yelling behind me to the composer, stay close and don't turn your back. The composer thinks anything. it's got a good beat, but you can't dance to it. <laughs> I'm seeing all kinds of colors, man. Let's run upstairs and get closer to the source. Let's see if uh, you're back, John. Yeah, I'm back. I'm, okay. This is weird. I hate campus nets so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Uh, you're fine. Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. As I was saying, uh, darting up the stairs, then yelling back to the composer, "Stay behind me." And you come to the scene where uh, Jacob is straining against the handcuffs that you've uh, locked him to the chair with, and he's uh, he's gonna kind of half in the chair, half out, and he's screaming at the top of his voice. This yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give him a heavy dose of antipsychotics. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do do not struggle, Jacob. I will. I will take up your research from where it has gone. I will discover the truth for you. Do not worry. Truth? What truth are you talking Jesus about? What kind of what kind of clergyman are you? <laughs> After Clearly, several more minutes of screaming, he ramblings of a madman, multiple madmen. <laughs> and uh, it's out. someone just knock him out. I'm working on it. There's a policewoman and she says, <laughs> "Not fast enough." As I probably advance forward it's with science, in hand. damn it. <laughs> So yes, uh, Jacob is out again after the next injection. So, okay, he's out again, is he? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you mind if we uh, take a five minute so I can start a new recording? It's been about two hours. That's fine. All right, take let's a take a bio. Bio. 